This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Most Christians know that they serve a God for which nothing is impossible. If you have a need in your life, God has the answer to meet that need. Simply search His holy book where there are thousands of promises, a promise to meet every need, no matter how impossible. But it's not enough to hear the promise, know about it, believe it, or even confess it. You have to put your foot on that promise, claim that promise, and do what it tells you to do until you can reach out in faith and possess it. This practical six-day series entitled, You Have the Right to Claim All the Promises of God, addresses all those Christians who are hearers of the Word, but not doers of the Word, reminding them that you can't be a part-time doer and expect you'll get full-time benefits. So today, be a hearer of the Word, but also one doing something with what you hear. I don't think anybody really totally knows how many promises are in the Bible. But I will tell you this for sure, that there is a promise in the Bible that covers every situation, every area, every circumstance of life. God's got you covered. It's in the book. Trust me. He wouldn't leave us here without giving us his word on the, on the affairs and the issues and the situations of life. Now, the wonderful thing is for those of us that have found that the Bible is a book filled with God's promises. And if we learn those promises and know those promises and come to the knowledge that we have the privilege, I'm going to take it even a step further, not only the privilege, the right, I'm going to take it even a step further, the authority given to us by God to claim and to take those promises in a very personal way to ourselves, we have found that our lives have been blessed. My life is blessed because of the Word of God being active and working in my life. So no matter how many promises are found in the Word of God, it really doesn't matter. All you need to know is that there is a promise that covers every situation, every area, every challenge, every sickness, every, everything that's going on in your life. God's got a verse. I said God's got a verse. See, now that's why... Let me go down this road for a minute. That's why it's important to be in the book. Amen. You see, the object here is to be in the book so much that the book gets in you. To be in the book, and when I'm talking about the book, I'm talking about the Bible. Being in the Bible so much that the Bible gets in you. There's a difference with you being in the book and the book being in you. When the Bible is in you, man, I'm going to tell you what, that's when things start to change. We understand that, for those of us who have studied the Word. It's the difference between the written Word and the rhema Word. The rhema Word means that the Word comes alive to the point, right, you get the revelate, you understand that that Word is not just written in the book, but that Word was written to you personally. So when he says, you know, this is the land I'm giving you, this is the promise I'm giving you, everywhere the sole of your foot shall tread will be yours, it means that if you don't put your foot on it and you don't claim it, you don't subdue it. 
and you don't move forward in it and you don't take authority and say, that's mine. Thank you, Lord. I receive it. It'll never become a reality in your life. So he goes on to say, every place the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. And then he he broadens their horizon. He wants them to see how big this is. And God wants you to see how big he wants to work in your life. God is a big God. God's not a small thinker like some of you. You're small thinkers. You've got to kick the box open. Some of us are trapped in a box. And you've got to take your big spiritual foot and a big roar and say, walls break. I'm busting out of the box. I'm going to broaden my vision. I'm going to look beyond this little world that I'm stuck in. Come on, am I speaking to anybody in this house? God does stuff big. He doesn't do stuff small. God's a big God and he does big splashy things and I love it. And he tells me that from the wilderness to this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites the, towards the, uh, uh, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. Look at what is available for the taking. All they got to do is put their foot on it and keep moving forward. That's why I keep saying keep moving forward. Don't back up. Don't quit. Keep moving forward. Get your foot on something and then get your foot on something else. One little step at a time, you'll get there. Baby steps they may be, but steps they are. And eventually, baby step by baby step, you will get to the destination that you desire. You will see the promises of God working in your life. You got to accept the baby steps and take them gladly. As long as you're moving forward, you're moving. As long as you're moving forward, you're moving. This is what propels my life. I look for the, for the gain somewhere. Where did I have some gain? As long as I can find that, I'm okay. I'm moving in the right direction. Sometimes it's the way you're looking at stuff. Because the devil wants to come in with doubt and unbelief. Am I speaking to anybody in this nice church this morning? Wants to come with doubt and unbelief and try to crush your dreams and crush your enthusiasm and crush your desire for something greater. He's a, he's a dream destro- destroyer. He's a vision destroyer. He wants to crush that. But God says dream. Dream. Just stand out on the ledge and look out there and see all that is yours. And all you've got to do is get your little foot on it and refuse to take your foot off. Wow. Am I speaking to anybody in this nice church today? All right, listen. So verse 5, he says, no man shall be able to stand before you or that really means against you. All the days of your life. See, Simon, you're still blaming everybody for your problems. It was my mother. It was my father. It was my brother. It was my sister. It's this one. It's that one. It's my boss. Stop it. The only one that can stop you is you. Well, you don't know. This was my life. This is, you don't know I had a hard life. And then I was rejected by my parents and rejected by my teacher and rejected by my father and rejected by this one and rejected. I'm just rejected. How do you do? My name is Rejected. Nobody can have that power over your life. He says, no one will be able to stand against you. And I'm going to tell you what, this has been proven in my life because people tried, I mean, viciously tried to stop me, tried to malign me, tried to ruin my reputation. And I just stood in the midst of that and was thinking, well, Father, this is what's standing on the promise of God, right? Here's a promise. 
He said, no man will be able, will be able to stand against you or before you all the days. You. So hallelujah. You can talk all you want. Yap, yap, yap. Ain't going to destroy me. I don't care what you say about me. God's hand is upon my life. God, God's got my future. And if you keep talking that stuff about me, guess what? It's all going to fall back on you. You know what it says? You know what the Bible says? You dig a hole for somebody else, you yourself are going to fall into that hole. Come on. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, go read it. It's in your Bible. You dig a hole to trap somebody else, you're going to fall into that hole yourself. And I'm going to stand there and say, hallelujah. Anyway. No man will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. Well, God is with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. It doesn't matter whether you're in difficult times. It doesn't matter where you are in confusion. It doesn't matter. God promises in his word that he will be with you. God is with you. He'll never leave you. He will never forsake you. So no matter where I've been, I've had this one thing in mind, that God is with me. And you know, you know, sometimes, sometimes people, you know, like when you go through lonely, hard places, nobody really can understand that except you, unless you've been through it. And there have been some lonely places in my life where my family, you know, they were there to be an encouragement to me, but nobody really could encourage me because, you know, I had to get down and understand this is between me and God. God, you said you're with me and that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if anybody goes with me, if anybody understands, I, you know, I'm tired of talking my, my, my mouth off. I, it, it's you and me, God. You promise you're going to be with me. So God's going to be with you in the sunshine and God's going to be with you in the storm. God's going to be with you when you're on the mountaintop and God's going to be with you when you're in the valley. God's going to be with you no matter where you are. He said he would never, never leave you nor forsake you. Many times I said, Lord, I feel pretty lonely. In the natural, I feel pretty darn lonely. But I had to remind myself, you said you'd never leave me nor forsake me. I know you're with me. Come on, somebody. All right, here it goes. Verse six, be strong and of good courage. If we're, if, listen, how many of you are saved? Put your hand up. How many of you consider yourself to be a warrior in the kingdom of God? I hope you all have your hand up. I'm not looking. I'm looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> Let me help you. Put your hand up. You are a warrior. We're not supposed to be weak and, and, and wobbly. We're supposed to be courageous. Strong. This is how we get into the, to the, to the place we want to get to. This is how we get to where we're trying to get to or where we're trying. Believing the promises of God. Whatever it be. For me it was the things I shared. But I also needed wisdom. I needed direction. I needed, you know, help with different things. Sometimes it was healing for my body or whatever it be. You got to get your foot on the promise. Be strong and of good courage for this people. You shall divide an inheritance, the land uh, which I swore uh, to their fathers to give them. Now listen to verse seven. Only be strong and very, first he says, be strong and courageous. Good courage. Now he says, be strong and very courageous. Now notice what he says. That you may observe to do. Oh, here it is. To do. Everybody say do. do. See, I'm going to say it again. You can't just know the word. You can't say you just believe the word. You can't just quote the word. Do I need to come over here? 
Did you hear what I said? You can't just know the word. You can't just believe the word. You can't just say the word or quote the word. You got to do the word. He said, now listen. He says, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do. Everybody say do. Do according to all that the law. Now up to this point, they only have the law, but we have the Old Testament and the New Testament. Remember? So this would be the word of God. To do all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you, do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, listen, that you may prosper wherever you go. Well, there's the secret. That's the first part. If I'm going to prosper God's way, and let me tell you what, when God prospers you, when you put the word of God into time, God, nobody can take it away from you. It comes with a ironclad insurance policy. It's called God's property. And the devil can't touch it. Unless you take it back and call it your own. Then it's open game for the enemy. Am I speaking to anybody here? I feel like I'm preaching all around the world here. But I think we're... I'm just following the Holy Spirit. All right. So, only be strong and very courageous to do according to all the law which most of my servant command. Then don't turn from the right or left that you may prosper. You may prosper wherever you go. See, it doesn't matter where you go. Whether you're in this company, that company... Whether you're over there, on that location, this location, doesn't matter where you are. Your geographical location may change, but God says wherever you go, you're going to prosper. Whoa, come on. You're going to prosper. Sometimes people are afraid to change a job. Well, if I leave here, I don't know. He says, you're going to prosper wherever you go. And, and unfortunately, you get stuck in a job for the rest of your life that you hate, don't they're not paying you right. They're, you know, they're not taking good care of you. Horrible place. But you're, you're stuck. Why? Because you don't have your foot on the promise and that God will be with you wherever you go. Talk about favor like we talked about last week. Everywhere you go, the favor of God is on you. All right. So to do. Now look at verse 8. The book of the law, I want to finish right now. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do. Everybody say do. According to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Notice that it doesn't say that God will make your way prosperous. God's already given you everything you need for your prosperity. And when I'm talking about prosperity, I'm not just talking. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about a full prosperity. I'm talking about spirit. I'm talking about soul. I'm talking about body. I'm talking about finances. I'm talking about relationship. I'm talking about every area of your life. When you do the word of God, you you learn this stuff and you do it. It says you're going to make your way. You actually have uh, the responsibility in your hands of how prosperous a life you're going to live. God put it in your hands. Maybe, well, God prosper me. Well, God do this. And, God, and God's looking to say, you do it. I've already told you, if you put the, if you don't, here's the secret. Here's the formula. It's not even a secret. He says, observe to do it. Do, do, do the word of God. So wherever you learn to do something, do it. Like I said, you know, in the realm of, of giving, a lot of you know about prosperity. You believe it. Some of you even confessing it, but you're not doing it. You're not tithing. You're not giving your offerings. Let's just say it like it is. You know, don't get embarrassed. If the shoe fits, they say, wear it. I'm still going to love you. You're still going to go to heaven. 
But don't get ticked off when you see others around you prospering and you're not. You got you to gotta do what God tells you to do. Am I, am I, why is it so quiet in here? All of a sudden, I mean, I don't know. I'm doing this. My life's prospering. And that's, that's it. I told you, I don't have any great talent. I don't have any great ability. I just know the word of God, living it and preaching it and helping others with it. And, and my life is prospering. Because this is what God's word says. Right? See, unfortunately, today in this day and age, be careful because you're hearing a lot of fluff. You're hearing a lot of pump you up. Oh, that feels good. Oh, that feels... I'm so encouraged by that word. You walk out the door, you don't even know what the word was. It's like eating air. Can't, you can't, you can't, you can't sink your teeth into anything. But when you've got the word of God and you know the promises of God and you say, hey, Hallelujah. Hallelujah, I got the word. He's never going to leave me, never going to forsake me. Wisdom is mine. For me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Salvation is coming upon my house. Revival is coming upon my life. Come on, are you with me? And you've got the word of God, man. It doesn't matter. You're solid. You're going to make your way prosperous. If you don't do it, nothing's ever going to happen. Everybody's waiting for somebody else. You pray for me. You do this. You help me. You, you didn't help me. Uh, get over your bad self. He said, you do the word and you're going to make your way prosperous. Now, now let's just go back to this one verse and then we're going to finish right here. He said, let the book of the law not depart from your mouth, but meditate. You know what that word meditate means? I just found this. I thought it was very interesting. Never saw this before, but it, it is true. Ponders by talking to himself. Speaking the word. Speaking the word. Whatever it is in your life, just get the word and start to confess it. Start to speak it. Very hard to get people because many, so many people are negatively programmed. You should carry a tape recorder around during the day and just hear what you say about yourself. Every time you make a mistake, say, oh, that was stupid. I'm so stupid. You know, every time you say, I'm so stupid, you're reinforcing stupid in your life. I'm such a failure. Every time you say that, you're reinforcing failure in your life. You don't realize the power that words have. That's why I said meditate ponders by talking to himself. What do you tell you to meditate on? Meditate on the word. One, one way you can start, you say, well, I've never done this before, Pastor. This is kind of new to me and I don't really know where to begin. You're looking at it right now. This is loaded with promises right here. So you, you start to stand on this. You said, you never leave me, for, forsake me. You told me everywhere I put the my sole of my foot palm, it'll be mine. And, and, and you're promising me pros- prosperity. And to pro- so I'm putting my foot on, on the word here. And I'm going to say, you'll never leave. You'll never forsake. You, you told me to be strong. Therefore, I can be strong. Start right here. Is that making sense to anybody? I don't know. This stuff made perfect sense to me. I hope it is to you. Let's finish right here. Verse 9. It says, have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid nor dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. There it is again. God is with you wherever you go. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to help you. You just got to stand on the word. That's how you obtain the promises of God. Come on. If you got something out of this, just shout amen. Yeah. One of the most frustrating things for me as a pastor is to preach the word and never see anybody really prosper in it. Got to be honest. Because, you know, I don't do this because I'm trying to be somebody. I have nothing to prove. You can stand. I have nothing in the world to prove. I'm not looking 
to be recognized. I'm not looking to be special. I'm not looking. Really, my whole, my whole purpose in life has been to just share the principles that I've learned from God's word with somebody and encourage them in these principles and see the same kind of results that I've had in my life. As I did many years ago. But it's interesting to me how in this day and age, the churches, I tell you, the most successful churches in America that are being raised up today are churches that are more like a business convention. They're, they're, the preachers, some of the preachers, and I'm not going to name names, but just be careful because some of the preachers sound more like a motivational speaker than a teacher and preacher of the Word of God. And unfortunately, God's people can't discern the difference. Because in this day and age, we don't want to be told that we have to do anything. We, we want it done for us. Well, I'm not going to do that. I don't, what do I have to do? I have nothing to do. God, you want to bless me? Bless me. You know, you're God. If you want to do it, do it. But that's not the way God has set it up. Unfortunately, you know, I believe that the younger generation, and I don't mean this as a, as a slight, but it's just an observation that the younger generation is really growing up in this entitlement. Entitlement. In other words, I don't have to do anything. I'm entitled to it. Oh, no, that's not the way God works. And I would be I would be a very poor preacher if I got up and preached entitlement theology. No, we're not entitled to anything. And as a matter of fact, the only thing you and I deserve is hell. But but for the grace of God, but for Jesus Christ, he gave us heaven. Not entitled to anything. And. Let me tell you what, I am grateful for every little thing that God has done in my life and has added to every little to the minutest thing. I'm grateful to God and I look to God and say, that's God that's doing this in my life. And I hope you're doing that with your kids. Uh, the, when, you, when increase comes to your home, when you're blessed, when, when, they, when you, you get a, uh, an advancement or you get something in, in your life, that you're pointing back to God and telling your kids, you see, this is why we're here, because God is honoring his word in my life, in our life, because we're doing it. Because we're givers, we're believers, we, we have faith, and we don't just say we have faith, we have action that backs up our faith. And God is blessing our lives and blessing our future. I hope you're doing that. I hope you're looking at it that way. So be careful because it seems to me like Christians don't want to do anything anymore. We just want to come to church, go through the motions, go home, live our lives, and nobody bother me. But that's not what it's about. Sorry, it's not what it's about, man. Grow up. Do whatever you got to do, but that's not what it's about. We got to believe this stuff, and not only believe it, we got to act on it. Our lives, I think I said at this service, whatever, this book, we, we can't just be in the book. The book has to be in us. That book needs to be in you. You ought to be a, a, a living example of that book and everything that it says. That's not going to happen overnight. Don't get frustrated. Say, well, I'm all new to this. Well, hang in here, baby. Don't give up, man. Come on. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com.